at 7. The latest losing streaks at 7. The inevitability of the franchise losing 100 games for the year is now rock solid since they're at 95 with two weeks still left. And I'm going to I'm going to summon the strength for you today to come up with something positive and it's a legit positive. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. And why wouldn't you be at this point? I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins that I hope you'll check out, if only for your own sanity, really. Cubs three, Pirates two. I don't care. You don't care. And way more intriguing than all of that, they don't care either, at least not the people who run the team. But that's not my focus today. Today, it's going to be about Mitch Keller. I am going to take the unusual step of picking my own personal and thus completely meaningless team MVP and have it be Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller has a 5-12 and 12 record for those of you who still pay attention to pitching wins and losses, and I would strongly recommend against doing that for all kinds of reasons. But with this performance last night, six innings, two runs, four hits, seven strikeouts, two walks, his ERA dropped below 3.99 in mid-May when he'd been ignominiously bumped from the rotation. Not that he didn't deserve it, but it was still ignominiously. You can look it up. He's gone from six and a half to this to 3.99. Now, you don't get a trophy for an ERA that's below four. But the consistency that we've witnessed from him this summer is something that, look, there's a lot of bad, bad stuff that's happened in 2022 to this team and really to the organization as a whole. And there's a lot of it that you would happily have accepted if you could have had just this one outcome, just what he's been able to do. Because even though this process has been hugely frustrating at times, 2019, 2020, 2021, waiting for this kid to put this talent that he has this incredibly live arm, the smarts that he has, and to become a pitcher, to become someone who gets guys out on poise and guile in addition to his stuff and who does it regardless of the opponent or the caliber of the lineup and who does it over the span of half a season with Barely a blip in there other than that one start at PNC Park, you'll recall it, just about a month ago where he complained of fatigue. That's it. He's been he's been one of the better starting pitchers in Major League Baseball in that span. And that should, I'm always going to underscore words like that, should mean a lot to the people running the team. 
They should be seeing this young man as a pivotal piece of their future. They should. Uh, here I go again. Let's instead hear a little bit of what Mitch had to say afterward. It's definitely exciting, um, especially where I started. I think I was over six. So um, just to get it down there and hopefully keep going here, I've got two or three more left and try and get it down as low as possible. I mean, I'm going to get things out there and try to help the team win. Good for him, man. I'm serious. Good for him. I'm happy for him. This is just a terrific kid who had to answer a lot of difficult questions over these years and had to take a lot of tough criticism over these years. And I know that since I you know, was a participant in a lot of that myself. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. I'm tempted, I really am to swing back to all the things that the organization's doing wrong and why even somehow Keller blossoming this year can become a negative for this franchise depending on how they react or, more appropriately, don't react to it. But I'm not going to do that. People that I've criticized along the way, meaning around Keller, I'm instead going to give a tip of the cap here. Oscar Marine. A guy that I've been, yeah, you know, for a couple of years now. Even if he didn't have all that much to do with Keller coming around, even if that had to do a lot more with people that have influenced Keller from the outside and Keller himself and whatever else, great. If you're going to rip the pitching coach for all the guys who don't get better, better give it to him for the ones who do. I'll give it up here in this context to Derek Shelton because he really, really likes Keller and really took him under his wing as only a manager can. That's not something a pitching coach can do. I'll give it up to Ben Charrington and his development staff and to his instructors for working with Keller for jointly making the decision with Shelton to take him out of the rotation in late May. It might have looked a little bit rash or over the top to some, but it's been the launching point for nothing less than the rest of his career. So, see, I did it. I did it. A whole positive segment. I'm going to end that with J1Q, I'll bet. Joe in Nebraska who asked DK which players do you think passed this year's tryouts which will be a part of the 2023 team um, Joe that would be a capital N slash capital A if you can think of one you go right ahead and share that with me but I can probably guess from the way that you asked the question that your answer would be the same as mine 
Uh, I don't have one. I, I believe that out of all of the various reclamation projects, waiver pickups, cheap free agents and so forth that the Pirates have picked up, that it's... Wow, how many players are we talking about here? Is it Ben Gamble? And Gamble doesn't really count because he wasn't a waiver pickup. He wasn't somebody that you got in the offseason. And neither were, for example, Jose Quintana or Tyler Anderson, both of whom were successful in Pittsburgh. And so is Gamble. Gamble, for what he was expected to do here, I think it's safe to say has exceeded that without getting uh, you know, too thick on the praise there. But when you look at these other guys, when you look at who they've brought in just on a random basis, here's so-and-so guy off waivers from Seattle or from Cleveland or from wherever, you tell me. You tell me. I might be missing someone, and I'm being serious here, because there are so bleeping many of them that at any given point, bear in mind, I cover this team. like I'm paid to do this. And when you see... A, a guy walk into the batter's box and you go, I have no idea who this is. I have no idea who this is. Or a guy comes in out of the bullpen and he's calling something or Robert this or whatever. That was, and you don't even know who they are. And they're walking around the clubhouse and I see these dudes and I don't know their names. And I can't even say hi to them because I, I it's, don't even recognize them. They they might as well be Eli Manning in a disguise pretending to be one of the pirates. So either this process is a complete and spectacular waste of time, or the pirates aren't very good at this sort of thing, or both. How about that, right? I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. I'll be back at PNC Park over the weekend. Uh, Believe it or not, looking forward to that. You know, that's the job. And we'll have another one of these on Monday. 